Hey guys, and welcome back to the Zone 2 podcast uh, hosted by myself, Luke Kubner and Mark Sato. But today, we aren't just Luke Kubner and Mark Sato. We're a provincial champion in road racing and follow-up. So, very exciting stuff, and that's what we're talking about today. I don't know what the official title is, but yeah, we had uh, provincials. Um, road provincials. Road racing junior. Yeah, road racing provincials for junior category, and me and Mark came one and two. Uh, there was a Saskatchewan kid that did split us, but because he's from Saskatchewan, um, he doesn't count in the provincial podium. So yeah, one and three on the road, but one and two in the province. That is right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a fairly successful race for the Zone 2 boys. I mean, I think so. obviously I would have liked to win, so I'm a little bit disappointed, but <laughs> if anyone is going to win, well, if anyone's going to win, I would have liked to be my teammate, Manu, but anyone other than him i'm glad it's you luke um, <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you so yeah i mean no luke uh luke raced a pretty good race a, a perfect race honestly uh from my perspective he was he was clearly the strongest in the group and uh i think everyone everyone in the group knew that from pretty early on um well we're going to talk a bit about our tactics leading into the race um how the race played out but I mean, yeah, Luke definitely well deserved win to you. So are you really, go. really boosting my ego here? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I gotta make you Luke, I gotta make you over and <laughs> I gotta make you overconfident because next week on the track, you know, I gotta That's I gotta true. handle my business on the track next weekend. And we'll we'll do another podcast for that too. So don't worry, guys. Yeah. About anyway, um, I think we should talk about well, let's first talk about the course. Um so- so the course it was in uh, Mission or Hatsik, um, which BC. is like the most middle of nowhere place. It's so in the middle it's of nowhere, like, it's like middle of nowhere but somewhere type place. I know it's like for me. I live in the I live in Richmond Metro Vancouver area. I mean it's an hour and a half to two hour drive depending on traffic. It's it's quite far, and Luke came from the island, so it's even further. Got to come the day before. Um, and then even people from the interior, they had to come. But I mean, it was sort of put on last minute. Uh, shout out to local ride, Barry Lister for organizing it. Um, it was initially supposed to be uh, the weekend earlier, but uh, there were some issues with permits. So local ride took it on last minute. So good job to them. It was a great event. Everyone that I know had lots of fun. So yeah, I mean, the course. So the course is mostly flat. Course had everything. Yeah, really, really everything. Mostly flat, um, but there was a climb, pretty major climb, which uh, kind of destroyed my legs, but it's okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, the climb, the the first uh, kilometer or so was pretty steep, maybe like 8 9%, and then it was sort of rolling uh, for another 2 to 3K. Um, But yeah, pretty good climb. From yeah. my perspective, everything I always break the race course into like certain zones to myself and like sections. And mm-hmm. so, the race, if we think about it from the uh, finish line, to make it just simpler, because the the start was a half a lap in. So if we just think about it from the finish, just makes it simpler. Uh, it started with a really long hill. It's the longest hill I've had to done do in a road race, and it's about say about five percent for the first bit of it uh it came it's just kind of like 
it was really interesting. It comes like this two fast corners and then it kind of like goes up, um, goes up. There's a bit of a divot down and then there's a super steep section at the end, which I believe goes up to 12% grade or 13% grade. Um, and there is a very perfect spot on this hill for a break because everyone's going to be so done from climbing because uh, it's, it's short, but everyone goes full out. And there's a little bump at the top, which you could have broken from, uh, which I definitely tried a lot because it goes up, there's a flat bit, and then there's another bump. And I definitely tried to break over that bump, but no one did it. Uh, everyone kind of caught me, and then no one else counterattacked. But anyway, um, then after the hill, there was kind of a flatter section at the top, which kind of let you recover. It goes down. There's a few bumps where you could try and attack. Uh, there's a few bumps and then it kind of started to go down the down had like a few little hiccups but it was mainly just fast downhill i think i hit 71 in junior gears so that was pretty good uh then they had this really sketchy corner at the bottom of the hill so there was a wooden bridge and then the wooden bridge had a corner right after it so luckily people weren't like pushing too hard and trying to push out of that corner because definitely seemed like a recipe for disaster if someone maybe slipped on that bridge or something or if you locked your rear tire and then like just gashed it open or gate I don't know what the word is but like like cut it open with wooden splinters um but yeah it ended up being well people kind of just slowed down for it after that it was kind of just flat rolling and very twisty which kind of seemed like the perfect recipe for a breakaway because you break at the top of the hill, get big enough gap so that you descend and then you descend and then you come around. And if you can make a big enough gap, they can't see you because it suddenly is super twisty and you're out of sight, which is perfect to like push on the pressure because it's harder to chase if you can't see them. Um, and then it was kind of twisty and rolly. It was kind of pretty good though. Uh, and then it goes onto a super flat section uh, which leads all the way back to the start finish. So to me, looking at it, I thought it was going to be the perfect, perfect course for a group for a breakaway. And I think for every other category than junior, it was. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. juniors race differently. Yeah, I mean, um, Manu and I thought it was going to be a breakaway too. We um, we reconned the course earlier in the week. We uh, were pretty... I mean, we had a pretty solid plan. Um, I guess we'll just go right into tactics. So the pre-race plan was to put pressure on Luke early on, on the, on the climb. And which you saw Manu do on the second lap, he went to the front and just like absolutely destroyed the climb. He would go like 700 Watts and then on like a slightly lower gradient would stop pedaling completely after like five, 10 seconds, make people think he's done and then go again. And he just kept doing that over and over again. And it put the hurt on a lot of people, including myself. Um, but yeah, a lot of people got dropped. Um, a lot of people, yeah, they just started hurting a lot, but Luke matched every single one, which then after the climb, Manu and I are looking at each other like, uh Oh, we're, uh, we're in trouble here because Luke's on a good day today. And we are like super surprised that you're able to do that because Manu is like an insanely good climber. I mean, if you look at like the local Vancouver KOMs, he's like super good on all the major climbs. So we were kind of um, we were kind of shocked that you were able to match every single one of his attacks. Uh, so then we were like, oh, what do we do here? And then 
Well, what was that like from your perspective, that second lap when Manu just uh, absolutely destroyed Yeah, it? so the f- uh, the first time we did the hill, it was it was pretty casual. Like, people went mm-hmm. hard on it, but it was very kept together, um, yeah. I think. I just, like, stuck on Liam's wheel because our friend Liam Sargent, he, he strikes me as a super good climber. Yeah, um, he is, for sure. So I, I kind of stuck on his wheel and I kind of stayed on whoever junior was first because we were mixing for the with the masters at the start. Um, so first climb, very easy. Second climb, I was going to like, I was going to hit it hard myself, if anything, because I really um, wanted to kind of weaken people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Manu went. Um, that was pretty brutal. That was so much fun for me, though. It was so fun because... It was like, I don't know, I felt really like I was in the tour, like going up one of those hill stages because um, mm-hmm. the way Manu rides is very pro. And so the way he like attacks, it really reminded me of like, I don't know, uh, Philippe, or... like, it's very like Philippe style where he'll yes, like definitely. go super hard and then easy and then super hard again. And he just keeps repeating that. And he knows like for a lot of we have like a lot of good sprinters in our group. We had Remy, we had Parker, myself. We had like a lot of pure sprinters where it's like he was really trying to put the hurt on them. And uh, I mean, put the hurt on me a bit too, but like, I feel like my, I don't know. We kind of, we're hoping that it would tire other people out more than me and then maybe tire you out too, Luke. But um, yeah, he like rides really like surgy on the climbs and it tires the sprinters out way more than just at riding a steady pace. And he always climbs like that. That's what he practices, what he trains. That's what he's super good at. Even when he's riding like up Seymour or something, he'll go up and down these over-unders. And it's like, uh, it's the most painful thing when you're not a climber. For him, he's just like, uh, for him, it's just natural. But for anyone that's not like a, that's not him, it's really, really quite painful. Like I was, we started going and I looked down and I saw my heart, it was 210. And then I look up and Manu's going again. I'm like, oh, come on, Manu, why do you have to do this to me? And I have to go again uh, just to match the pace. And then, yeah, I mean, it was hard. That second lap was super hard. Yeah, um, it was really good. And yeah, he definitely climbs really pro. It was a lot of fun to be mm-hmm. with him. I definitely, it is, it, I don't know. It felt really, it felt really cool, uh, especially because it, it was, because and it was also really early for me um and so i like i don't know i was pretty fresh if if that was maybe the fourth lap that he did that hard of an effort it might have been a different story for me um but i definitely did some little mind games i don't know if they did actually anything in the long term but i did some little mind games against manu um because i knew what he thought is that like he could pass everyone on the climb Mm -hmm. especially me because i'm quite a chunky guy and so what i did is instead of riding right on his wheel like i would normally to just do like the bare minimum to stay with them i rode beside him up it or like not the whole thing but like near the top i was riding beside him and i only stopped going hard once he did so then that way i was the first person to roll across the hill not him and yeah, I'm, I mean, after the climb, Manu and I were talking on the on the flat bit and, and the descent. We're like, uh-oh, we're in trouble now because like we were really expecting on that climb that he would be able to shake yeah. you or at least like show some kind of weakness in you. And that just wasn't the case. Um, showed weakness in 
pretty much everybody else. But I mean, yeah, we are really shocked by that. So kudos to you. Uh, let's move on from the second lap. Uh, third lap. Um, yeah, the I climb. Remember. I don't even oh, remember. Third lap. I missed my bottle grab because so many people got in the way. So annoying. Oh, you know what happened on the third lap? A certain somebody attacked on the in the feed zone. Um, Me? Anyway. Yes, you. Um, <laughs> so you attacked. You attacked like right before the feed zone, and then you missed your feet. And I saw you miss your feet. I was like, "That's some karma right there." I was like, "Look at the attack. He attacks right before the feed zone." And if you look on Strava, out of all of the groups today, uh, that yesterday, I mean, all the groups that race. So that's elite men, U twenty three, masters men, every single category. We had the fastest time through the feed zone because, <laughs> I mean, because was there really a feed? Yeah, <laughs> there's like a segment that's like from the corner through the feed zone, and then we had the fastest time through that because uh, Luke um, decided <laughs> decided to attack the feed zone and then missed his feed, and then I was kind of I smiled when he missed his feed. To be honest, but, you know he uh, he it was some instant karma right there. Um, I, didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think that classified as attacking in the um in the zone i don't know i didn't I like it was like not was, actually in the feed zone but it's like right no, before I was just like it, trying to attack like the whole hill just to the whole hill that was my goal okay but the feed zone bro come on bro. just wait I, I, anyway whatever it's fine oh, I, know. I thought it, it was gonna be easier to feed if i was ahead <laughs> okay well and then there's a bunch of masters just in that one spot because my feed was like the last bit uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't feeding that lap. Um, so I was good. I wasn't too concerned about it, but there were some, a lot of people, uh, swearing at you that I heard be like, Why really is he attacking? Why is he attacking, uh, in the feed zone? Um, but you know, whatever. Um, it's it is what it is. It is what it is. You, you won anyway. So I don't know. <laughs> people were a little bit mad at you during that lap, but then they got over it because everyone knows you and no one really does, dislikes you um okay. yeah and then i don't know uh my power wasn't actually that high on i'm just looking at the data of the menu climb he definitely yeah. is super punchy so if super. i'm looking at it um, yeah, but if, it's not like yeah. consistently high yeah like i dropped below i dropped below 200 watts a few times in that climb but yeah. i hit i hit a uh, 900 a few times i had over yeah. 800 quite a few times over 700 so quite a lot. it was so up and down like i think that really just like because he had all that constant acceleration and and deceleration so the watts would go like i was looking at my power my watts would actually go to zero and then it would go back up to 800 and it would be mm -hmm. holding at like 600 for i don't know maybe like 30 45 seconds and then we go back to zero and just do that over and over again and that really was like super hard um Oh that my god, third it's raining outside. Sorry, yeah. it hasn't rained here in so long. Oh, oh my god, that's amazing. Anyway, Sorry, guys. Yeah. Luke's a bit distracted by the rain. It's been Dude, raining uh, here for like an hour or two, so I don't know. I wasn't really? that. I'm excited. Yeah. Hasn't rained here since I moved here. It's been two months ago. Also, yeah, fun little fact. Fun little fact. On, the, on this whole race, my Garmin, you know what, what, guess what data I had on my Garmin? I think you saw temperature i just had time i had like the time oh, okay. that we've been going I thought you had literally no other data yeah evan evan um corresponded on the show he uh 
he only rides with temperature when he's doing TTs. Wow, he just something with that's temperature. irrelevant? Yeah, something that's completely irrelevant. Like, I mean, I feel like that's like, you know, power Power is great. I mean, power is great in training. Power is great most of the time. But when you're going full gas, I mean, I find it a bit distracting sometimes. It, it can limit me a little bit. Um, like, you'll look down and be like, oh, I've never done that power before. And then you'll kind of psych yourself out. For me, that happens. Other people, it's not like that. But personally, if I'm going on a max effort, power can be a little yeah. distracting. Um, on a TT or something, though, I definitely look at it. But like, I look at it like a, near near the start, like the first half, and then then not at all. Then I just focus on other things like heart rate, I think is a better metric for me in TTs because I kind of know what my max heart rate is. But. I'm the heart rate's worse for me, like in a race. Okay, so for example, this whole race was 200. My average was just under 200 watts, mm-hmm. which is like a slow training ride for me. Yeah. Like, like it felt proper- way harder because we'd like because of the spikes. Yeah. And we However, also on the on the flat, we rode at like 50 watts. And it was like actually yeah. ridiculous. That was nuts. We'll get to that in a second. There's there are big patches of zero. If I'm looking at my data mm-hmm. here, there are such big patches of zero. Um, but anyway, so it's 198, but my average heart rate was like 145, um, which is really high for me. My normally on like a ride like that, it might be one. 36 or 138 so it's really high so that's why i don't look at heart rate either it's because then if i see the super heart high heart rate i'm like oh crap i'm like dying and i'm done when really my body is just like anticipating hard efforts and i'm just running at a higher pace yeah i mean it's interesting it's very personal what what how your mind works and how your body works so yeah for me heart rate i find a little bit more uh, yeah, this was the first race I've ridden. No power, no heart rate, nothing, just time. Um, but let's go on to, so we've done climb one, climb two, climb three. Uh, climb three, you just talked about, and I attacked in the feed. Um, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad, all guys. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like, I heard people say, don't attack in the feed. Oh, also, sorry, getting a bit distracted here. Um, but on the second climb, when Manu attacked at the top, I was talking to one of the Saskatchewan kids and he was saying, he's like, dude, I can hear colors. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, it was was like, ah, interesting. It didn't, it was proper hard that one. It didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, the climb was hard for me, Mm -hmm. but I found, um, really it wasn't too bad though because no one did anything afterwards if someone attacked right afterwards i would have been like hurting a lot but no one really did anything afterwards so i felt pretty fine and i like recovered within like by the time we um on the flat section i was like already covered and i'd usually try it attacking again yeah Um, i mean on the flat let's just get to it the flat we rode super super chill it was not there was not big enough teams the biggest team was probably us and we had two guys manu and myself we actually had three we had uh nick but then he um dropped off early on so we really only had two at um for the second half of the race and um yeah there was no real big teams you know i don't i think anyone else even have two not really so then no one really wanted to take up the the pace on the flat 
uh, Manu and I definitely did not um, because he wanted to save his legs for the final climb and try to put an attack there. And I wanted to sprint at the end. And uh, yeah, that was the pre-race plan. So we just weren't picking up the pace. Um, and I mean, I was perfectly happy riding like zone one uh, on the flat. I mean, it really annoyed me. It like really bugged me. And it was like so hard for me not to attack. I was like every little hinge of me was like just I just wanted to attack so much on the flats. But I just mm -hmm. knew like any attack I did would just be countered so easily because everyone's going so slow that yeah. literally you attack people catch you because everyone's fresh. They catch you. Then nothing happens. And like no one ever, and then nobody wants to counterattack. Yeah, I mean, I think most people, the our group, there weren't really, like, um, other than you, there's you, but there, other than that, it was either climbers or sprinters. There was not much in between, other than you, of course. So people were either like saving it for the climb or saving it for the sprint, and not not really no one really wanted to do anything on the rolling part or on the flat um yeah and like i said there's no teams and then i guess that brings us to the last lap bell lap um on the climb i don't know how you guys raced it because uh remy and i we kind of like uh parker too but i don't know what happened to him but remy and i we kind of dropped off a bit uh on the climb because the climb it was so surgy that we figured if we just rode like hard, but not max up the climb, then we easily catch on the descent and, and the rolling part. Cause you guys would ride literally at 25 K an hour. So we could just like ride more steady and then that would be better for the sprint. And that's exactly what we did. Um, and yeah, we were at the sprint and Remy and I, I we didn't use that much energy. Um, there was also Saskatchewan guy with us. Um, but we, um, we didn't use that much energy um, to catch back at all. We just rode steady, like high zone two, really, after the climb. The climb we rode like zone five, but the rest we just rode like steady high zone two, and, and we caught pretty quickly back on. Yeah, yeah, it was really annoying because every time we did the climb, a bunch of people would drop off the back, and... Mm -hmm. And then I would be like, oh, like, perfect. Now I've gotten rid of all the hardcore sprinters. It's just me and all the climbers. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, I know I can out sprint all the climbers. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, this is perfect. There's just like a bunch of us. And then, and then like, I look behind nobody. Like, I couldn't see anyone. Like, going down the long hill, I looked at the top of the hill, nobody. Um, <laughs> but then, but then suddenly we'd be riding along and like, I, often we were going slow so it kind of made sense but this one lap we weren't we actually tried a bit and then i looked i looked behind me and there was mark there was mark and <laughs> remy back. and i was like no the sprinters like, the are sprinters. back why are the sprinters here <laughs> i was like that oh, was God. fun i think i think it was actually a really really smart tactic just to ride the climb controlled let you guys go yeah because you guys just like we knew like the last lap we knew you guys we could catch you guys it wasn't going to be we didn't even really have to try that hard. I mean, we were tired from mainly from Manu's climb, but I mean, we could, it wasn't, I think it was really, I think we used less energy than we otherwise would have if we really tried full gas to stay with you guys. Yeah, for sure.
Yeah. And um, then so on the race. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Go for it. Um. Yeah. On the last climb. So the first three, I will. I rode at this at the front, and then the last one I rode at the back, um, which was kind of a sketchy move. But I really wanted my feed, and because you guys always caught on, I was like, I can probably. Like, I'm a breakaway person, I'd say. So I was like, I can probably catch even if they did try. But yeah, no one did. Yeah. Yeah, Manu and I pre-raced. The plan was for him to attack. But I don't think his legs were that great. I We talked on the on the flat part. Um, I asked him if he wanted me to go full gas from the feed zone to about halfway, like after the feed zone, because I'm not Luke but from the feed zone to about halfway up the climb, <laughs> just go full gas. And then that's my finish line. And then I'm done. And then he, he would launch an attack um, just to like tie everybody out for when he attacked, but he didn't want me to. Um, I don't think he was feeling that great. Uh, so we didn't do that. Uh, we just said, okay, we'll just go for me in the sprint. And I was like, okay, perfect. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Remy and I caught back uh, in the Valley um, and it was all good. That was really annoying. My favorite, though, was there was one time we had a break and you weren't there and we passed where your dad was standing and your dad had his camera and I saw him like, and then he realized you weren't there and he went. I know. I know. My it's, favorite. I thought that was so good. funny. And then you were there and I was like, damn it. No, I was at that point. I was like, but eventually maybe, he caught on. I was maybe like 15 meters behind you when that happened because. It, it was I mean, you're really right you're like basically there so uh he wasn't disappointed for long um yeah and then we caught on and then we just rolled to the finish um there was a crash in the last lap um one of the saskatchewan guys i think it was actually the guy that um that remy and i were rode with i don't know if he's a sprinter or just was suffering or i don't know but he um yeah he, he was eating and he hit a pothole Oh really? I didn't see it. I was I was closer to the front. Me neither. Of the group. I, I talked just... to him after. Oh really? I just yeah, he wasn't then... too bad though. He just had a like really bloody knee. Yeah, I mean crashing sucks. I mean, it's fortunately part of the sport, but yeah, yeah, that kind of thing happens. Um, but sorry for the interruption, but I need to let you know that this episode of the Zone Two podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Born Superior Sports Care. David Miller and Michael Wagner, the go-to guys when it comes to all things nutrition. Born is my personal favorite when it comes to all things sport nutrition and sport care. Personally, I'm a big fan of the ISOPRO Plus drink mix. I use it all the time. Some other customer favorites include the Watson Minerals for nutrition and hydration, gels for preventing bonking while racing, no friction cream to keep you comfortable while riding or racing, and Recovery Relax to do exactly that after a long, long day in the saddle. To buy some of Bourne's fantastic product, please visit bournesportcare.ca for Canadian orders and bournesportcare.com for American orders. And use code ZONE2PODCAST for 15% off all non-sale items. That's code ZONE2PODCAST for 15% off all non-sale items. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, and then we just rolled to the finish. Super easy on the flat. Um, I was, I was okay. This is I, I gotta say something here. I was trying to talk to Manu about how I wanted the lead out done and like how I was feeling, how like asking him how he was feeling, but like I couldn't talk to him because like we were at the front, right? And he was, 
everyone could hear if I started talking. So then I, I started speaking to him in French. I thought I was like so smart. And um, yeah, I don't know if anyone understood it. I know you, I knew you wouldn't. I don't know who else like speaks French in our group, but I, I don't know. I felt extremely smart. I was like, okay, I'll just speak in French. I just speak in French. Then, then I should learn can... German with my teammates. Mastach, du dich. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. I thought that was a super smart idea. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And then we got to the sprint, man. He was leading me out. We were at the front. From my perspective, Tom and Luke, um, Tom also, he tried a couple of attacks uh, in the last lap because he didn't want it to be a sprint. He just wanted to get away. Um, it was like his last hope. Um, and I think that's what he had to do, but yeah, Tom and Luke came by Tom looked like he launched super, super early. Cause he had to, um, he, did. he was my saving grace to be honest. Yeah. If he didn't do that, I might've won, but whatever it's whatever. Uh, yeah. so Tom and Luke come flying by. I slot off Manu's wheel onto Luke. We go through the corner and then Luke and I both kick at the same time. I'm like matching. I like come, oops, I got a bit too excited there. Hit my mic. I come like a, just like halfway up and then Luke kicks again and I'm gone. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just back. I'm like, what do I even do here? Yeah, I was super, like my legs, I don't know. I cramped up a little bit, but like that's just because of fatigue. I mean, I just, quite honestly, Luke was just stronger at the end. Um, and then one, one of the, yeah. <laughs> You just like were ego boosting podcast. Yeah. yeah so oh, then I, I, was... I just saw Luke's back wheel for the rest of the, the last uh, hundred meters up the climb. I, I, it was an uphill sprint too, which usually suits me way more than it would suit Luke, but I just didn't have the legs at the end. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, sprints are so like, I was so nerve wracked about the sprint because they are like sprint. Like you don't have to be the strongest to win. Like, if mm -hmm. if you're the strongest and you're in a like shit spot like you're not gonna win yeah. it really is a lot about position um and so i kind of realized mark was my biggest threat and so i rode um i kind of tried to box mark in for most of it um but yeah i was like kind of like trying to get him out of my way he would come up next to me i was like trying to like just riding kind of to the left of manu because he, he was like leading me out and I was like, just like not letting it. So even if he pushed in, I could still get into his draft. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was really trying to box me in, really trying to like steal my lead out a bit, which I mean, I mean, you see in any bunch sprint in the world tour, there's always people trying to steal a lead out. Like you saw in, uh, in, on the Champs-Élysées um, in the tour just this year, um, Van Art stole Cavendish's lead out, right? and he ended up winning so i was like okay that's not gonna happen right now i was like super determined not to let luke go in and he ended up he didn't and then he ended up getting tired of being in the wind so he got on i guess tom's wheel um, um no, i don't know what i did but yeah i realized i was at the front and like i wasn't really going hard to be honest like we weren't maybe... going that fast no we because... weren't but i was still like yeah we were doing about 200 watts but it was still like i don't want to I don't want to be yeah. doing any extra effort right now. Yeah. I mean, it was a fairly small group. Like, I don't know, maybe like 10 guys at the finish. So it wasn't, we, it was never going to be that fast of a, a run in. And I also told Manu that 
and because like my sprint is really like explosive but doesn't last very long like i can kick really really hard but like um i don't hold it for as long as a lot of other sprinters so i wanted menu to enter the sprint pretty relatively slow so that if i kicked it would make the most advantage and i get a gap and then i could just try to hold it and people would start coming but i could just try to hold it um yeah so that's why we were kind of going a little on the slow end makes sense yeah um that's interesting i was I, i'm not very i don't have any experience in sprinting so i was like okay i'll box marking and then i was like i'm in the wind i don't want to do that so i've kind of pulled off and then i was really lucky because tom shot past really early i got on tom's wheel tom he destroyed that first corner now that yeah. i think back to it like that was really sketchy fast like i mean it's like, a sprint I, what are you gonna do i mean that's just yeah it, it but like fast, and we had, we had like, to break like on an uphill not even 90 degree turn uphill corner like just a slight bend we had to like actually break yeah i didn't <laughs> uh but yeah it was not like sketchy as in like anyone was doing anything wrong but it was just really fast and i'm not the strongest corner um and usually i get i don't want to no, i'm not going to reveal myself that much but usually like i don't go that fast through corners um but i was so 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 focused on winning and wanted it so bad that i took this corner twice as fast as i would any other day and i like had the bike over so much and like like now when i think back to it i'm like that was so scary but i was so focused all i could see was tom's wheel and that's all i could see and then we came around and i didn't look at anyone i didn't look at anything i just looked down and put as much effort in as i could and then about three meters before the line i kind of looked behind me and realized and yeah and then there's a great video of me going ah! as i came across the line yeah luke was pretty hype i just saw his back i was just i was like suffering i look up and i see luke just screaming i'm like oh gotta be kidding me this guy like, <laughs> man i just I, I just lost so i was like that moment i was quite upset and then i got off the line i was like quite upset with myself because like i don't know i wanted to win a lot too obviously and uh, i was just like i don't know pretty disappointed in the moment but then I saw Luke by, he got happy. And then I saw Luke all happy and it made me kind of happy too. I was like, oh, good for you. Proud of you, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Anyway, that's yeah. all. And then we had the podium. Um, yeah, Luke yeah. won. Podium. Got that jersey. Jersey he's wearing yeah, right oh, now. That's why I'm wearing it, by the way, guys. Not to be awkward, but that's why I'm wearing it. New kit. Um, Provincial champion. We got medals. Uh, but... No offense to Cycling BC, but I'm upset because these don't match the ones from Provincials 2019. So it's like they don't match, which I find annoying because I always because I always wanted like a golden one that was mine. But now we have a black. Yeah, they're they're black. But like, but like, yeah, like I got anyway, I I have the jersey. That's what I wanted. The jersey is really all that matters. Um, Yeah. And I guess that's about it, really. I was. Oh, I must add, though. The race started for me in heartbreak because I own these 100% glasses, which are like my prized possession. Like first job or whatever I had, I saved up for these super expensive sunglasses, got them. I've worn them every day since for two years. And then I, they they came off my head 
on the recon ride, I had them in my helmet. I looked back, the wind knocked them off. Like as I was doing warm up, I stop, go back to get them. Car comes around the corner, drives over them. They shatter right in front of my face. It's the most upsetting thing in the world. Um, so yeah, any, so that, I almost cried. <laughs> like I was so upset. I don't have any money to like afford to get new ones. So any glasses company, please sponsor me. I need them. Uh, While you're at it, just sponsor the podcast because I I, I wouldn't true. mind some either. That's true. I I was like, hey, maybe my parents will get me new glasses as like a good job for winning. But no, they got me some $30 ones. So I'm uh, I'm going to be bowling like this for a while now. <laughs> well, it's okay. Next week is track anyway. So you don't even need to wear them. That's true. That's true. And that brings us to track. Yeah. Uh, next week, it's track. It's our track provincials. We'll do analysis of that as well. Um, and what happens? Uh, I'm going to try and wear a GoPro maybe. Oh, also, I made a video of the race um, of my weekend. I didn't record in the race, but I have uh, some footage of how I got there and stuff. So I'll see about maybe posting that on our YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some good little clips here. We'll post some podium pictures and stuff on our social media too so in case you want to see how cool we look first and second in the province if you guys want yeah. podium provincials i don't know what you got to do but just don't because we want to i want to win next will. year too so don't never yeah, mind exactly. forget about it luke um, doesn't have a next year so i, I got that's true that next actually. i gotta next keep year it in you're the gonna, podcast family next year you can win them all except provincials you'll have manu is manu what, what age is manu yeah Manu's my age. Also, Campbell. Uh, we should say Campbell technically is technically yeah. Campbell's uh, same year as me, but he's uh, Campbell was the favorite to win today. I was very relieved when he wasn't. Yeah, there. Campbell was the favorite to win today, but he is in Milton getting ready for Track Worlds. So he uh, yeah, he's not didn't race today. Um, and won't race next weekend either. So that makes I think it was pretty clear Luke was the pre race favorite once Campbell wasn't there. But oh, thank um, you. from my perspective, is, anyway, is Campbell a climber at all? Like, would he be able to do those climbs as well? Yeah, no. Yeah. Cli- Campbell is not a pure climber, but he's uh, very good. He's at just climbing. very strong. Yeah. He just has a lot of watts, you know. Oh, also, before you go, one thing that amused me a lot is at the start of the race, everyone was quite chatty and like people were talking to each other quite a bit because mm-hmm. it was going really slow. But at, on like the second to last lap, when it was going the same pace, I started, I said something to Mark, which normally would have got quite a reaction out of him. I just did. Um, and he just went, he just went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or something no, I, like that. I remember that. I, I, was I, like, don't even, I don't even think I said anything. I think because you were started talking. No, you just got, you, yeah, you didn't. And then you went, uh, I, I, I like one of the things. And I was like, oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> Yeah, I should have just answered to make it look like I wasn't suffering, but I was I was pretty tired. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Any other comments, Mark? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we got it. Um, I don't know for me, I just want to say thank you to Devo helping me uh, helping me this weekend. So Manu, thanks for the lead up. Um, everyone else part of the team, Steph for the feed. Uh, who else was there? I don't know what every everyone in Devo for you know making a fun time. Um, Luke, congratulations! Thank you. Uh, everyone else who raced, good job. Uh, oh, we should say 
the other category winners. I mean, we should just give them a bit of a shout out. Um, what else? Who won? Oh, friend of the the show, I guess. I don't know. But uh, Sam Morris won the elite men's race, um, which good job, I mean, he's. Yep, good job to Sam. Uh, who else won? Isla won the junior girls. Um, uh, Holly, uh, Holly won the elite women. So, congratulations mm-hmm. to Holly. Um, oh, she actually listened to two of the podcasts. She was talking to me about it. So, oh, hopefully, she listens to this one. Hi, yeah. Holly. Hi, Holly. Um, anyway, good job, everybody. And any of the winners, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry, I just. Like a lot of the masters, all the masters winners. I don't know what other categories there are. The the cat three, cat four stuff. Um, yeah, good job to everyone who won. Everyone was on the podium. Everyone who even started. Um, yeah, good job, everybody. Okay, I think that, that really brings us brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thank Go to you. Born Sport Care. Uh, use the code Zone Two Podcast. And we'll see you next week for our track provincials recap. See ya. Yeah. Thanks guys.